Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all, wherever you are. I trust that you're well and you've had another champion week. Now, the Paranormal Radio podcast is obviously themed around paranormal content. Of course it is, the clues in the name. But I'm also fascinated in all things conspiracy and that type of thing. I'm sure you guys are too. The two genres often go hand in hand, of course. And that said, this week, in episode four, I can't believe it's episode four already, um, we're going to deviate slightly from the supernatural to something very much of this realm, but certainly for me, is equally as creepy. So let's jump straight into episode four, where this week we explore the numbers station. Yes, so this week we're venturing a little off-piste from our traditional foray into the supernatural. We'll explore the phenomenon of the numbers station. Now in this day and age of cryptography, cutting-edge spy and espionage techniques, it's hard to believe that tuning the dial on your shortwave radio could lead you to the receiving end of a coded message sent from some foreign intelligence service to their assets in the field. But that's exactly what a number station is. It's a short broadcast of a series of numbers, often preceded by some eerie tune signaling the beginning of an important transmission. Now, for younger listeners, before the age of digital DAB radio or streaming via the internet, radios would have to be manually tuned to a station using a dial wheel. Now, during the peak of the Cold War, radio enthusiasts would begin to notice strange broadcasts on the shortwave frequency. Beginning with an eerie tune, these transmissions would often be followed by the unnerving sound of a strange woman's voice counting in a foreign language, or the creepy voice of a child speaking letters in English. Discussions amongst radio enthusiasts led to the conclusion that they were being used to send coded messages across extremely long distances. Coming across one of them was an experience not to be missed, and they began to give them names such as the Nancy Adam Susan or the Lincolnshire Poacher or the Swedish Rhapsody or the Gong Station. Now the Lincolnshire Poacher was so named because of two bars from an old English folk song um, of that name being used as the interval signal between the broadcast. Obviously times have changed since then and technology has evolved massively but there's still evidence that this old-fashioned style of communication may still be in use today. Shortwave number stations may seem super low-tech, but they likely remain the, the best option for transmitting information to agents in the field. And that makes sense. Um, as you cut out modern technology and all of the Big Brother-style monitoring that goes with it. Now, a former GCHQ officer went on record to share their duty of intercepting signals inbound to the UK and search for these numbers stations in the sort of 1980s. 
they too were adamant that these were broadcasts to agents in the field or residences or directed to embassies. Now, this style of transmission is referred to as one-way traffic, meaning the intended recipient never replies. And that's the beauty of it. A spy could be in any location in a foreign country and he'd only attune to a particular frequency at a predetermined time to receive the coded message. It's the perfect flip side to, say, mobile phone tracking or IP address tracking, which could narrow the spy's location down to a shorter area in comparison. Now, I'll be the first to admit that when I was researching for this episode, I was thinking, is this going to be a little bit too boring? It is quite niche, after all, and it does deviate from the usual ghouls and ghosts, myths and legends. But I have some clips to share. Some of these broadcasts, don't worry, they're not going to last too long. Um, But for me, once I'd listened to a few, it was hard to stop searching for more and more to listen to. Maybe it's the the thrill of potentially being so close to that cloak and dagger lifestyle of a spy. So, first up, take a listen to this broadcast from what's become known as the Lincolnshire Poacher. It lasts a couple of minutes. Now, this particular number station broadcast out of Cyprus, 
between the mid 70s through to 2008. It's widely accepted that it was operated by the British Secret Intelligence Service. A similar format of station was broadcasting out of Australia. That was nicknamed Cherry Ripe. And it had the same interval tune to it. And that went right through until 2009. Now, the next clip I want to share is what's known as the Swedish Rhapsody. And this begins with a series of beeps and then a tune before the coded message is transmitted. Take a listen. is weird no i'm sure you must agree um now the last clip i want to share is what's referred to as the gong station now if your volume is turned up just be prepared to turn it down a touch um because it may come through just a little bit loud Uh, and this again is just a couple of minutes
So if this is something that you want to go off and investigate or research yourself, they're all on YouTube in their entirety. And some last sort of up to 20 minutes or so. And of course, espionage was not the only explanation offered by the Budden amateur sleuths. Some people have argued that the phenomenon was an elaborate hoax. But if you look at the scale of the stations, m- multiple frequencies and different languages... That just makes that explanation seem a little bit far-fetched to me. It would likely cost in the millions to set something of this type up. Um, So whilst it's not impossible, I think it's very unlikely that it's a hoax. Of course, it could be a way to use up the resources of a foreign government and could all be random, meaningless numbers. Supporting the espionage theory, in 1989, a Czech spy was even arrested in the UK because his equipment was actually faulty and it radiated into the other people's flats on where he lived. They went on to raise the alarm and, of course, alert the authorities. So nowadays, experts, and me actually, uh, are confident that the number stations do still exist, even if there are likely fewer of them. As I mentioned before, computers, phones, other modern gadgets always leave a footprint, whereas technology such as this, such as the numbers stations, don't. If spies are discovered using this technology, it's always likely down to human error. So I hope you've enjoyed the glimpse into the world of the number station. Remember, the purpose of these topics is not to give you all of the information, but hopefully enough to inspire you to go off and research them a little more at your leisure. So remember, you can follow along with us on Instagram and Twitter. Just search for Paranormal FM. There's over 200 of you on Instagram right now, which I'm super thankful for. If you are enjoying the season so far, please do leave a review within your podcast directory, like Apple or Google or Spotify or whatever it is. Um, I say this each time, but I wholeheartedly mean it. Positive or negative reviews are equally welcome to steer me and the show in the right direction. So join us next week for the pre-Halloween show. And remember, keep it haunted. <laughs>